Well, 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 I am going to pass over my sincere apologies that I haven't updated on this podcast in God knows how long. Hello. Um, <laughs> I'm now back. I'm better than ever. I've had to recuperate the last however long it was um, simply because the reason I haven't updated any Too Extreme for Mainstream podcast is simply because I have a day job and I run a business on the side of it but I also run everything else on the side of the BDSM lifestyle and to be honest with you I'm busy writing two books at the moment I've got those two businesses you know I'm working through them and the reason I hadn't updated for a while is because I had so much going on on the side of Too Extreme for Mainstream and I really felt like I was lacking and I just got a boost of energy just a few days ago to re-get back into these movies and re-get back into reviewing these extreme effed up movies simply because there was quite a few people coming into my inboxes on all of my social media platforms asking when there's going to be a new episode and I'm the sort of person that doesn't want to let anybody down. And second of all, I have a huge passion for effed up movies, the directors, the actors, the special effect teams, and all of the hard work and blood, sweat and tears dedication that they put into these movies. You know, there is a hell of a lot of effed up movies which deserve to be talked about, that people need to know about. And, you know, I'm just one of these people that has a passion for sharing my favourite effed up movies and so with all that aside because people were coming into my inboxes and asking me when there was going to be a new podcast it really gave me the epitome of you know people really do love my podcasts you know and it really sort of give me a little bit of a, an awakening almost of, you know, this is something I'm really passionate in and I really want to take this to the next level and take it seriously for next year. And so that is going to be my goal for next year is to upload religiously once a week an episode of Too Extreme for Mainstream from my podcast, whatever platform you're listening to. I know Apple Podcasts is very popular and Spotify um, but where I record these podcasts from is from the Anchor app. And on the Anchor app, what's really good about that is if you listen through the Anchor app, you can send me a voice message and I will get it in my inbox. And if you want to be featured on a podcast in the future, whether you're an actor, a director or a member of the special effect team or anything to do, a producer, anything to do with an effed up movie, um, you know, you can be featured on my podcast if you would like. That is much appreciated. Of course, you don't have to, but that is just a little side goody goody uh, what you can do with the Anchor app. But regardless, I do appreciate every single person that listens to my podcast. And I do have to give a huge shout out to Flamez Peramadeth. Please forgive me if I've butchered this name, but Flamez is a rapper. And I've spoke to him for quite a while. Now, this is a little bit of an announcement I'm going to be making here. Um, he, like I said, is a rapper and he is from the UK. And he has been rapping for quite a while. And he did release music previously, but he changed his style completely. And, you know, he's removed it all. And he's refocusing on rapping again. And he told me that he didn't have any inspiration. He didn't know what to write or anything like that. But then when he heard my podcast, he 
got back into writing again and he wrote a song and on this song he is going to be featuring my name Kirsty Nightmare which I'm very looking forward to hearing this rap song I must admit I do like a lot of rap music I don't like it all however but I do like a lot of rap music and just a little bit of a heads up there's going to be a music video for this and a photo shoot involved and he wants me involved with those so I can't wait to show you the ins and outs of all of this when and if it happens and I'm really looking forward to you know getting to meet this guy in person and seeing where this can take us both you know seeing where it's going to lead us in the future you know and whatnot so yeah so that was a little bit of an announcement I will give you all a heads up near the time when it happens and if it happens on my social media not necessarily on my podcast because this is specifically extreme effed up movies but I just had to announce that there in case nobody knows and then I also have to give another shout out to Carrie Jones um, she's on my Facebook by the way she is a lovely person and she runs a BDSM website called BDSM Space and it's a great community. Um, everybody on there is so friendly. Everybody on there is all understanding of everybody's likes, wishes, wants, needs, fetishes, everything like that. So if you're into BDSM and you want to know more about the website, then please give me um, a shout on social media and I will send over the link for you. Now, at the moment, it's not featured everywhere, but that is because it's just starting up. So again, if you want to know the website, I will have to give you the link myself so you can sign up and you can follow me on there and get notified about my books when they are released, which all relates to BDSM. But anyway, without further ado, today's podcast is all about Aftermath from 1994. Now, if you want to hear more about that, then keep on listening. If you don't want to hear about Aftermath and you've seen it before and you know all the drills, then you know by all means you don't have to listen to this episode. But if you've never seen it or you're curious about it, then stay tuned because that's what we're going to be talking about today. So to start off with, Aftermath. <laughs> Can you remember the film series Necromantic? Well, buckle in because this is another... Mm, necromantic sort of kind of film so necromantic judging from the um the introduction of this movie it states that it is a 1994 spanish horror film so we are going to spain for this one uh, written and directed by nacho serida if that's how you say his name i do apologize for butchering this name now containing no spoken dialogue. Yeah, that's very, very true. Um, this movie does have no dialogue whatsoever, just acting. Um, Aftermath is the second instalment in the trilogy of shorts by Serida, preceded by the 1990s The Awakening and followed by 1998's Genesis. Now, I will say straight off the bat that Aftermath from 1994 is the first ever film in the franchise that I've seen and the initial release of the film was the 8th of October 1994 um, and the film series was the trilogy of death and the cinematographer was Christopher Buffer and it was distributed by Netflix. Now I'm very surprised at that that this was distributed by Netflix. Um, I'm very very surprised at that. Now this film is a short film you're looking at like 32 to 35 minutes 
but the film version that I saw was uncut, so I saw every aspect of it. Now, when we're going into the, the film Aftermath, it is very much similar to um, Necromantic. I had to think, think of the film there, went blank for a second. Uh, but it's very similar to Necromantic, as in um, sex with dead corpses. Now, you know me, I don't like to give a film away too much. Now, this film is very hard to get, um, unfortunately. I mean, I do have this film on DVD, I must admit, and I got this ages ago. And like I said, I've only ever seen it the first time I ever got it, and then I just never went back to it. Not because I didn't like the film, but because I had so many other films to watch. And then I just forgot all about it until it was brought up a few days ago. And I thought, you know, I'm going to re-watch that. So, I'm going to try my very best and give you a detailed description of what goes on in this movie, but I don't want to give away too much. I mean, necrophilia is, you know, based on this film, so you can pretty much pretty much have guessed um, what this film will actually be about when I'm describing it to you, but... I would much rather, you know me, I would much rather the audience that's listening to this to try and find it, try and hunt it down and watch it for yourself. Because even though it's a, a 32 to 35 minute long movie, it's not very long at all. Even though it's very short, um, it's a lot of people might think, well, it's a waste of time looking for it if you're just going to tell all about it. But I really do feel like talking about a film and watching it is two completely different things. Me describing a film in the most grossest context might not be as in detail as what it would be if you watched it, if that makes sense. Because seeing something versus listening to something is completely different. So please, if you can, if you find this film, go and watch it, regardless of what I've said. It's definitely worth a watch and it's definitely in people's top 10 uh, movies that are pretty messed up. And it's pretty messed up for a lot of reasons. And like I said, without rambling, I'm just going to go into the film of what you are going to be looking at and why I think it's disgusting on so many levels. And this is why I like it, because it is disturbing in its own right, you know. So we have two guys that's working in the morgue. Well, before you get to see the two guys working in the morgue, you do see flashes of the morgue's room itself with then going into a black screen um, telling you like the actors and everything like this and really giving you a lot of detail on the screen. Now this film is Spanish, I can't read Spanish writing so I don't know what it was saying in the beginning. Um, so thank God this movie had no dialogue because <laughs> I wouldn't have understood a word they said but yeah it, it had flashes of the mug inside, like the table, the sink, and then I had a, a short clip of um, a heart monitor, and then the heart monitor went blank, like it does if someone stopped breathing, um, and then right in between, like I said. So that's what it starts off with, and then you see um, a gentleman and a woman, and the woman has her head on the man's shoulder, and it looks like they're in distress or the, the woman between the two of them looks like she's in distress and 
the man in this is looking downwards and you see what I can only describe as like a nurse or whoever it might be holding a cross in her left hand and she walks up to this couple and she hands this guy a cross and then you see another guy who I'm assuming um collects the dead bodies takes them to the morgue wraps them up and puts them in the fridge um is what they do in the morgue they put them in the fridges or the freezers so when the um the guys that work at the morgue come in morticians they can then take the body out and start doing the autopsy now that's what the young guy did um he put the body wrapped in um wrapped in this material um, that preserves the body I'm assuming um, and then he puts them in the fridge and then we go to the two guys that work at the morgue the morticians now they're both doing the normal job they are doing an autopsy as usual and then what they're doing is they are putting all of the um you know I'm, I'm only assuming that these morticians were preparing these bodies for a funeral or a cremation because they were removing all of the organs from the bodies now the first mortician that we see is getting on with his job he's doing what he needs to do and then he puts this dead person back into the fridge and then the other mortician who we have an extreme focus on for the rest of the movie which is very delightful um he stays late because there is a body being brought in and it's of a woman called Marta um I believe her name was and so you know he gets her out puts it onto the um the table and he proceeds to go along with the normal autopsy and everything like that to remove all the the organs and whatnot but then it turns very sinister now <laughs> you might have guessed what I'm talking about when I say that but hi ho um I don't want to go into too much more detail after that um all I can say is this is very disturbing on so many levels because not only when people die and stuff like this I mean I personally do wonder when somebody dies and they're going for an autopsy or if they're going to get prepped like this do these people get looked after you know do they have dignity you know like do these people have respect for what they're doing to to our loved ones essentially you know so it really does question you know does this actually happen like you know but I mean that could be just my effed up mind you know it, it could be but yeah but it also the fact that the the gore scenes in this specifically I mean don't get me wrong it's not the greatest film when it comes to the gore aspects but it's relatively pretty good the effects and I really like how the guys of the special effect teams were able to pull through and pull together effects such as those in Aftermath and they really do push the boundaries. Now when it comes to this movie for new effed up horror movie fans you know that's just come from Hellraiser for example you know it might not be too bad but it is very different to Hellraiser obviously but I hope you know what I'm getting at you know if you're new to these movies you might want to keep this film for a little bit later on I'm not too sure 
because you know me I I love my effed up movies and I've seen that many and I've watched them for that many years these movies don't I can't think of the word I'm I'm desen- desensitized get me words out I'm very desensitized when it comes to these movies so if you were to ask me is this the most extreme effed up movie you've ever seen I would say no but the next person that comes along might just say that is the most extreme film I've ever seen so I can't really say if this is an extreme effed up movie it's definitely extreme and messed up in terms of horror movies and what you would normally see on screen however for us sickos this is just a walk in the park you know like for me especially it's just a walk in the park and it's just another one of those movies that's hit the list you know so but anyway but um the director himself Nacho Serrada please again if I'm butchering his name I do apologize but he is a Spanish film director and screenwriter best known for his controversial 1994 short film Aftermath. Now he is 53 years old. Now he only has a Twitter profile and I did look through his movies and to be honest with you he doesn't have that many movies on his list according to his IMDb. He has Aftermath, Genesis, Genesis from 1998, he's got The Awakening from 1990, The Abandoned from 2006 and then there's a few other um, Spanish films there. The Man Who Saw Frankenstein, uh, City uh, and a few other Spanish movies there. I Am Legion, Dr. Curry from 1997, uh, In the Belly of the Beast, uh, Morphing, Art Crime from 2011 uh, and a few other ones as well but then we go on to the main actor of this movie now the main mortician in this movie goes by the name of Pep Toza I believe that's how he says his name and he is again from Spain so he's a Spanish actor and he is 61 years old now but in the movie I did see a lot of people say that he resembled Mr Bean quite a lot which now that I look at him in Aftermath, I can't unsay it. So <laughs> I really wish I hadn't have read that uh, quote now. But anyway, but this actor, Pep Toza, also acted in quite a few films and a lot of them were from Nacho Serrada's movies as well. So there's a lot of his movies in here. Um, again, like Genesis from 1998, Aftermath 1994. Uh, we've got a couple of Spanish movies here. The Nameless from 1999, Sleep Tight from 2011, Gun City from 2018, uh, Spanish movie, Spanish movie Outlaws from 2021, Black Bread from 2010, Wild at War from 2019, a few Spanish movies right there. The Monk from 2011, Operation Mincemeat, that sounds more like a comedy if you ask me, but that's from 2021, um, Salvador from 2006, 
So yeah, a lot of these movies I have not even heard of. So I might have to go in and watch a few of his movies as well as obviously Nacho Sarah does movies as well. I'm going to have to look up some of those. Um, but yeah, but if you've seen any of Nacho Sarah does movies or Pep Toza movies, then please hit me up and let me know on social media, on my Instagram, on my Facebook page, on my Twitter page. I will list all of my links um, in the description as usual. So you can catch me over there. Or if you would like to know what my username is on all of my accounts, I can, um, I will put them in my Facebook post um, so everybody's aware of what my links are. I'm just looking on my uh, accounts here for a second. Um, let me just wait till this loads up. Okay, so if you want to add me on Facebook, it is Century Stowers, Kirsty Nightmare, you can't go wrong. So that is S-E-N-S-O-R-Y-S-T-O-W-E-R-S and there's just Kirsty Nightmare afterwards. So if you go on my Facebook, if you add me to Facebook, um, there is a picture of me with a face mask on so you can't miss me. It's a black and white photo. So yeah, so go over to Facebook and hit me up on there. Also on my social medias, I will be updating everyone as well on the rap song that's going to be released from Flamez Paramedeth. And... Um, I will keep you also updated on my books as well, my Dom and Sub uh, books, which will be out next year. So apart from that, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I'm very sorry that it wasn't as long as I hoped it was going to be. But again, it's only a 31 to a 35 minute movie and I wanted to start off pretty slow. I wanted to restart off with a very simple movie, but a movie that wasn't so simple as in it wasn't just a bearable watch, you know. This is definitely in a lot of effed up fans lists of, you know, top extreme. So, and it's also in a lot of people's DVD collection or blu-ray collection so yeah so i hope you enjoyed this podcast please 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 hit me up on facebook and i hope you enjoyed this podcast and if you did please give this a thumbs up on social media give me a comment of uh, your reviews and uh, i will catch you on the next one and i might do angst for the next one i'm not too sure yet I might, no I'm not, I'm going to do Antichrist, so we're going to be talking about Lars von Trier, Antichrist in the next podcast and that will be tomorrow, so look forward to that and I'll see you then, bye.